after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. All right, rolling. Thank you very much for this. What I get? What I, for? What? For starting over because I wasn't ready before. Oh, it's okay. It's it's totally fine. Natalie's mind is somewhere else. You're I'm kind of s- used to it now. It, oh, I mean, good. In, in like a good way. It's okay. You're you're kind of like ah. It loves you. My mind loves you. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. I don't take it as like rudeness or disrespect. Natalie, and then I have my I have my moments where I'm like all over the place too, and you're mm. kind of like, all right, it's all right. Or you like let me get it out. Mm. Duh. They're <laughs> like, I get it. I'm always there. I'm always in that realm, and somehow I still have friends. We're a true it. team. Um, but what's going on? Happy Friday to you, Natalie. It's happy Friday to you. Yeah. What a week. It's been a crazy, it feels like a blurry, you know, it's been one of those weeks where I lost my keys 30 times. I dropped my coffee mug in the snow and it broke on the ground. I started something and didn't finish it all week this week. You know, it's been one of those. Damn. I know. Hmm. I don't Sorry know where my mind was. Sorry about your coffee mug. Oh, it's okay. I got another, it was an excuse to buy something else. So there it was exactly what I needed. Wasn't it a gift? It was. It was a uh, gift from Ollie, and it was my favorite mug. Because you, you could fit about 32 ounces of coffee in it, and it was awesome. So I was still just drinking one cup a day. Damn. Well, whatever. you made it out alive. Yes, how you about you? You made it to you? Friday. Yeah. I'm good. I only work two days this week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish this was every week thing. <laughs> Me too. I love not working, and like you gotta when you do got to work, it's like oh, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right? Oh, I'll just pepper this in here. But we're also, but we're working tomorrow as well. It's true. We got a polar plunge tomorrow for a special Olympics. But also, as I was saying, I feel like I work every day. I have work obligations every day of the week. Every day. Like, what are you doing on Sunday? On Sunday? Why are you working on Sunday? Writing and uh, writing blogs. Okay. Writing mm-hmm. journals. Sometimes producing, like getting in, just doing stuff. I come into the studio a lot on Sundays just to like. It's quiet. Nobody's hardly here. Mm-hmm. I wonder how what other jobs people go to work when no one's there. Oh, I think like on their on their off day. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know. I wish I still had the zeal and the zest as when I first started this job. I used to love coming in on Saturdays. I would like plan my whole weekend around it. I lived up where you live, yeah. and I'd first go to yoga, and then I would take a shower yoga, then come in here and be here for a couple hours, and wow. I loved it. Looking back, I really enjoyed it. I'm not really exactly sure what I was doing, if I really was being productive at all. Sure. But I was still just like, wanted you, to come in and see, feel like you I was lived doing here. something. Yeah. yeah. I used to live at the radio station back in the day. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but not- somehow you just, you kind of, you, you plat, I don't want to say plateau because that sounds weird, but you kind of level out and you realize, all right, there's a balance and yeah. I need to like kind of not be there all the time. That and- was definitely when I was in the beginning and I felt like a deer in headlights every minute of every day in this job. Yeah, because you'll burn out. And, no, I had no idea what I was doing. It's like my first radio job and I had no idea what I was doing. You're a little overwhelmed? Yeah. And I just wanted to feel more comfortable, I suppose. But once you got comfortable after coming in on the off day, how yeah. quickly, like how long did that last? Well, I mean, not, not of too, coming in all the time. Uh, less than a year. Yeah, yeah. Because as I was saying, if you kept going after you kind of figured out and oh, learned yeah. the ropes, you mm-hmm. would burn out. I was always available <laughs> yeah. when I first started radio. <laughs> I had nothing else going on, and that was me. Like that was my choice. I didn't want to be anywhere else but the radio station. Yeah, same. And I thought in my mind too, like that's the grind, which is true. That's the grind mentality that you have to have. Um. 
But yeah, you learn pretty quick. Like, all right, I, you can't be too available. Dude, yes. But also, the stress of feeling unprepared every day or like, like not that. qualified drove me insane. I just couldn't stand being like, oh, I don't, like all day, every day, I was in constant, oh, I have to go to work again. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. And I would get so nervous. Okay. So, so nervous. here's the thing between uh, Natalie and I. I went to college. I knew I wanted to be on the radio and all that kind of stuff. Natalie, you have a communications degree. Yeah. But you didn't immediately like go into radio. No. You, you kind of lived all over the place, like the short version of it. Yeah. 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 Moved around a lot. Worked on the mic on various things. Yeah. yeah. But it was not paying my bills. It was something I got to do every once in a while. And, uh, and then I got a volunteer radio show. That was my schedule was twice a month for three hours, but I mean I would skip left and right. So it was from six six a.m. to nine a.m. and that was when I was in the thick of my partying phase. And sometimes I wouldn't go for like months. To be honest, like there's like be like two months would be like I haven't done a show in months. Just dead air on the radio. <laughs> Just like they didn't every, really care. Whatever. I mean, yeah. to be honest, it was like whatever. Let us know if you're not going to show up. But it was it was it was most of the time when I really did well, great shows is when I just like. Stayed up the night before. Like, I would get so nervous to do it, take them so seriously. It was, yeah. yeah. But you weren't, like, that wasn't the only thing you were doing. You were working, like, other jobs. You've had how many jobs in your yep. life? 60 63. Something. Yeah. So, Natalie and I kind of come from opposite ends, but kind of meet here now at, yeah. at in radio, working in radio, um, where I've been kind of doing it before I was out of college and all of that and straight up until now. Forever. Yeah, but also, we... um have both been on air for the same amount of time. I have three years, and you have... No, I've got like seven. Oh. So i got like six or seven. Years. I thought it was four. Nah. For some while. Okay. Well, nah, it's been like six. Seven. Well, regardless. You know what I mean? Regardless. But we're here. We're both here. We both work on, on the radio now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm curious about other people in other jobs and like burnout and stuff. You learn as you go, though. I guess oh, that was my dude, point. Oh, dude, for sure. So somebody just asked me that today, and I just said, learning, I'd have nothing... I feel like they were looking for some really great quote on success. Like, what do you qualify as success? How some, did you learn over the years? Yeah. And all I could say was, just keep trying. Just keep trying. No matter Trial what. Error. Just keep trying. And you'll, you learn the hard way. You figured out. You you literally learn. Like, I do know in, in radio broadcast, like, you learn on the job. Including, yeah. like I was saying, like, burnout and balance and yeah. uh, all of that kind of stuff. You just figure it out. There's no rule book. So and like there's really not a whole lot of people to tell you. There's a few people, but it's your decision whether to listen to them or not. And I guess <laughs> so. that's life and I mean every job. That's true. To a way, you know. All right. Well, well, I, the number one trending story today was uh, Kim and Kanye. Kim Ye. I'm so excited they're getting divorced. You're excited. That's yes. a, that's an interesting adjective. Yes, I think I love Kanye, and I feel like since. So I, I feel like his mom died, he married Kim, and then he went freaking crazy. And he lost his mind. He's been, he said openly before that he got addicted to opiates after he had some surgery, you know, and, and got prescribed. Sure, yeah. Uh, muscle relaxers or whatever. And I feel like it is, he has been, it is, he's only like gone off the handles more and more and more and more and more the more he's gotten into the Kardashian thing. He seems, I miss the old Kanye as all of us do. But yeah. I think that space from that whole vehicle is going to be good for him. Yeah, the timeline is really tricky for Kanye. And like you just said, uh, when he when he got married to Kim, when they started dating, it was like seven-ish years ago. 
Um, it was to me, it seemed to be before that. And it was when his mom died. And then I can't remember off the top of my head if he dated Ambrose before or after his mom had passed. Who was he dating when he when his mom Because that was that was a defining moment to me at, at least as a Kanye fan. Amber? Was was when his mom died, but Amber Rose, because I felt like when he dated her, I do know that it must have she he must have dated her before because it was um it was um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I think to date, that is Kanye's best album, sonically. That's my favorite album. Really? And I'm pretty sure he was with her around that time. And I for what however it happened, like I think in some way, I'm sure, because she was his woman, she's his partner, she inspired him on a different level that we hadn't seen. He had been super creative up until that point, and before that album, Graduation was my favorite album, but then that album came out, and I was like, yeah. It took, it's just a different level to me. Wait, so you think that dating her was a good thing? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think so he like got out of it maybe some inspiration and some experiences and all that kind of stuff, which contributed to his music butts. making. Liking for butts. Big booties. So um, I never thought about that. So I'm, I might be way off. I'm not as big of a fan as you are. Kanye West Moms died in 2007. And then if he didn't get with Kim, when did he get with Kim? Okay, I can't. 2014. Kanye get with. It had to be 2013, 2014. Really? Because they've been married seven uh, years. 2012. So okay. still that's five years. He, he definitely was going crazy before those five years. That's for sure. But I feel like it went. I don't know. I mean, I think old Kanye is never going to come back, but I don't think that this relationship has been really healthy for him. That's what my yeah. woman's intuition. And I've been in, we've all been, you know, been in a, you can spot a bad relationship, I think, from a mile away. And this, from day one, never seemed good and to me. And it's because it's so public. It's, everything happens with them, especially the Kardashian family, is so public. I mean, even Kanye, like I said, before them, he was still huge. Yeah. He was already v. Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, rapper, producer fashion um so i to me i think his problem started before the kardashian thing and i, I don't know this is mother of his children i don't want to blame them i don't know there's oh, a shoot. maybe a well, combination of things maybe just the spotlight on that family because uh, you know they got the show and he didn't want to be on the show mm -hmm. uh his mom passing away some years prior um a lot of different things combination true I still but you're think happy. I still think it's going to be all for the best. For who? Everybody? For everybody involved. Who yeah. gets the who gets the short end of the stick on this one? Well, I mean the kids obviously. I'm a product of divorce as well, but also like I mean parents, you turned out great. My parents. Thank you. But my parents yeah. um my, my parents fought a lot. I was happy when they got divorced. I was like I was really relieved. I don't know obviously we don't know what's going on in their in their household, but I just think it's going to be better. And people get divorced because they're not happy, right? And they're not happy. Uh, I think what contributes to that, especially in their case, because reports and sources say it had a lot to do with Kanye's rant. I mean, slavery was a choice on TMZ. And then there was him running for president. And I'm probably missing like 10 things in between that, that yeah. on that timeline. Um, him running for president, him saying things publicly about um, Chris Jenner calling her Chris Jung Un or something like that. <laughs> like, I mean, there was just a lot of different bipolar episodes, you know, that were really apparently, according to sources, um, the tip, the tipping point. For yeah, well, it's just embarrassing. It's ruining the brand. It's ruining the name. It's it's just embarrassing, and it's just. 
I don't know. It's but, just it's, okay. But you could also argue that, like, well, if you really cared for the man, then you would like really, really help. I and think maybe, they tried. I think they did. I, I agree. Allegedly, they say they've tried to help him, get him help, and all that. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I still think that when you're in From a happy, when you're in a happy, safe environment, you don't get pushed to a mental breakdown. It's, it's no, sad to see, man. I don't it know. is. It really, really is. All I staying positive. I just think, and maybe to be real honest here, I'm not the biggest fan of the Kardashians. So. <laughs> and I love Kanye, and I don't like. Why the don't you like the Kardashians? I think that they are setting. I don't like. I don't. They're so full of plastic surgery, and that's pretty much it. I think that they're so full of plastic surgery. I think it's awesome that like Kim's going to law school. I think they've gotten famous for doing nothing, which I don't think is awesome for the world at for the world to see and for people to model themselves after them. Sure. And and what I really don't like is when people say, but they built this whole empire. I'm like, do you think that they did all of that on their own? They have hundreds of people working for them. And yes, Chris had, Chris had an idea, but also like, what about all these rumors of them getting famous for getting butt implants and a sex tape? Is that how it all started? Kim's sex tape? Sex tape first. I mean, right? I hate that. And she was also- I don't like she, it. She what are her talents? With, uh... What is she doing? <laughs> Well, getting freaking implants, and then now she media has is her talent. I watched the David Letterman um, sit down. She so did, did I. and yeah, that's what she said. I Social know. media, and he's he's of the older generation, obviously, and he was clueless. And I was kind of like, it's crazy to have a talent. Who are we talking to? We were talking to somebody recently. Maybe it was a teacher, and they were talking about how, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? talking to kids mm-hmm. and they were like i just want to be famous famous no oh, that's I, on fake i want to be famous. on youtube huh Did was you it see, that was it, it that fake documentary famous. fake famous on um on hbo yeah so now the number one thing that kids in america say they want to be when they grow up is famous and they don't know why that must have been what it was and i but think yeah. that they are contributing a lot to that and it's I mean, not just the kardashians yeah, not it's, at all. it's people that are in I that mean, realm too though i'm gonna say i have been i've never been a fan of them and um and I've never seen an episode on purpose. And what I really don't like is when people are like, no, but Kim has eczema. I feel bad for her. I'm like, you know what gives you eczema? Putting shit all over your skin all day long makes your skin break out and gives you eczema. Like, and what do you, and that's what she does. Is just and I'm just like, I don't, I don't buy into any of this. I'm all about being intelligent and working on something. I believe that women and the youth, not just women, but everybody needs to learn something, you need to engage your brains. I think that lack of education yeah. is the number one cause of so many of the problems in America and in the world in general. And I don't think that they're contributing to that and setting a good example. That being said, the, the, the dichotomy here is, I also think more power to you people for owning yourself and knowing that you're just like, I just take, this is what I do. I get it. So, like, I respect the hustle, but at the same time, just, like, not my cup of tea. And I love Kanye because he's, I think that he's always been a, a loud artist and been been himself. And that he's always, that's always been his main thing of, like, be be yourself. I'm always, I'm always myself. And he works really hard and everything. And I just don't think that really combines. Meshed. Thank you for Someone, so- <laughs> my high horse for letting me oh, get no, no, it out no. loud. I enjoyed your TED Talk. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. It's it's uh it's difficult to watch. I watch the show, mm. you know, here and there with my wife, um, and it is just annoying. I I just feel like for me, for me, it's just like 
so many people just want to take pictures of it. And it's just, it is annoying to watch. And I totally get why people don't want to watch that POS. But eh, it's kind of entertaining. Enough people like it. Dude, everybody loves it. Enough people I'm follow the them on Instagram. It. And it's just, it's normalized. And it is kind of it is kind of sad when it affects you know the next generation and all it is that that's all they see is this glam and glory and uh they want to be that they don't even know what that is or how to do that because I think there has been some hard work in what they've done oh for sure some and they just happen to be right place right time sex tape here. Hanging out with Paris Hilton there. I think they kind of wrote the rules. I think they were the first people to admit that, like, I hired the paparazzi to follow me. Follow us around, show up. So that, but listen to this, so they could edit the photos. Like, I paid people to follow me so that I could edit the photos. I mean, you can't be mad at that. That takes some smarts to think that way. I know. So I'm saying I respect that. And to see it kind of blow up into what it is now the kardashians is just you know who they are mm-hmm. whether Duh. you watch the show or follow them on socials or not <laughs> and i will find myself now seeing them seeing stuff from them and i'm like oh my god i get it i'm like it's so easy to fall into the the kardashian trap this is what i always say though it's the kardashian effect i would love to make something what if you could give information about for instance climate change to the world in general and the people would absorb it as easily as they do the Kardashians. Because the Kardashians are so easy to absorb. Because they don't really make you think. You're just like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a dopamine. Like, level. la, 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 la. I love this. Oh, my God. They look beautiful. You know? What if they could use that? What What if it was like climate change of some some sort? Some people, some big uh, uh, issue, right? Yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Just saying. It would be, but thanks for listening. It ain't happening. I know. I'm not all the time. She's, just... she's trying to. She's she's doing some things with I criminal yeah. justice reform, and I mean, I think I think that's dope. Sure. Good for her. Anyway. Um, Cancun cruise. What about a Cancun cruise? Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted. Oh, God. <laughs> I literally was like, are we going on vacation? Broadcasting live from Cancun. Please take me away. So seriously, I'm trying to go on vacation, man, like to an island. Yo, for real though, real talk, I got a call yesterday. My friends are going from March in mid-March, last minute trip to Mexico for my friend's 40th birthday. They're like, can you make it? Like, I might take off a Friday and just go to Mexico for, hey. for two nights. Can Cancun? Specifically uh, or no. somewhere else? Um, uh, Puerto Vallarta? No, that's like the same thing. It's uh, Somewhere in Mexico. That's what's up. All right. Yeah, I've been there. Where Where is it? Whatever. Anyway, yeah. But Ted Cruz like went to um he flew to Cancun while Texas is going through a shit storm, if we're being completely honest about mm-hmm. it, as far like weather that they've never seen before. No power, no water, no electric uh, electricity power. Um and he is seen in an airport getting on a plane to Cancun with his family. And he says I mean, after all the uproar about how dare you leave your state, you know, that you represent and blah, 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 to go to Cancun. And he says he was just flying down with his daughters because his daughters were out of school for the week. And they were like, hey, let's go somewhere. First of all, (laughs) everything is going on in Texas. You shouldn't be doing that. Second of all, it's a pandemic. Why are you going there? He's the he's the leader. You can't do that as a public figure. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, obviously you can. I mean, you can. I don't but think. But now you look be doing what that. happened. Good Ooh. luck. 
And I think that makes you, that's a shitty thing to do. I think so too. As far as his public office, his uh, the way he's supposed to be serving the public, he getting off the plane, waving at you. you that's a shitty thing to do. If he was a, if a normal citizen that didn't have his position did it, which a lot of people did, do you think that's shitty? Um, no, because not, no, no, because uh, you're not. Because they're not tech crews. Yeah, you're yeah, not a public servant. And not yeah. just him. I mean, anybody that is supposed to be certain, like mayors, governors, anybody that's serving the, the public it's so in great. the way that they're supposed to, figuring out solutions for the betterment of the communities and stuff. Like, you just can't be, oh, the power is out here. We're going to fly to Cancun and yeah. enjoy some warm weather. Like, that's messed up. It's so great that you say servant because I feel like civil servant, that word is lost. Uh yeah, I mean it's that all word about is money so now. Lost. It's all just money grabs and stuff. I look at us as public servants. When there's bad weather or really bad traffic or, you know, maybe just entertainment news. On some level, we we are we are here for the public. We're not here for like ourselves. It's true. And I don't consider myself to be on up there with government officials and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no. I feel like they have an even greater responsibility. Mm-hmm. But to see that happening. It's just really messed up. He said he was only there to drop his daughters off. He just wanted to fly with them. Oh, yo. yo that was a, yes. The bag he was carrying through there, that was a big overnight bag, my guy. <laughs> it was it was about as big as his belly. Gosh. Well, I'm glad he got caught and that. Hey, he's trying to give excuses now, man. I mean, it's so crazy I, that what everything was, is going it on. It wasn't a good choice, you know, in hindsight. Yeah, you should have <laughs> thought about that. There's people with no. It's so upsetting because I have friends that live there. Yeah. And I see what they're going through and the things they're posting, the long lines at the stores and the lack of water and you can't get gas. You can't you can't have hot water. And he just left. It's oh so my infuriating. God. It's so infuriating to see like my friends go through that. And you got somebody as, quote unquote, powerful as Ted Cruz doing what he did. Just getting the hell up out of there. Are you surprised? No. Can we change it? Can Whatever. We, can we shake it up a bit? <laughs> what you got? I want to know I'm how much your baby weighs now. Baby Cam. Little um, Freddie. He was. Is a big baby. Ooh. I mean, big is like just he's, he's going to be a, a big, a huge human. Yeah, I think he will. And as of like two weeks ago, he was 13 pounds. I think he's at least 15. Can we make, I wanted to make this a bit on air and I forgot. I've been forgetting. I wanted to do it when you were out of town. So if you guys what? could weigh him. On, like, guessing his weight? Or, yeah, I just want to know how much he weighs. Like, from month to month or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could fun. even open that up. We could, like, do a Facebook post, you know, cover his face. Or just even, don't even put a picture of him at all. I know you don't want to do that. But, like, that would be good. That could work. He'll yeah. be two months on Monday. Wow. On the 22nd. And he's which a big is insane. Kid. And he's wearing... Time, time really flies. Hmm? Two months. It's crazy it's been two months. And what size is the clo- are the clothes he's wearing? He's in, like, three months... It, it mm. depends on the clothes of the in the brand. He's in like that. Some some clothes is zero to three months. Some is three to six. But there are some that are just three months. And yo, <laughs> that kid is filling out, man. <laughs> like there was a couple of pairs of pajamas that we got, and they were so big on him. They were onesie pajamas, and um, they were so huge on him up until like two, like a week or two ago. And now he's fitting in them like no problem. Aww. It was so much room in the feet. You know, yeah. so to see how much he's grown, man, in such a short amount of time. 
It's so it's crazy. fast. He's all he's like so doing fast. like the laughing thing now. He's like really smiling intentionally because you're making a funny face or whatever. Oh, wow, cool. And he's laughing like because you're making funny faces, not just by, on accident mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, you make great faces too. You must make <laughs> him guess. laugh so hard. I try, I try. And so he's not quite giggling yet, but he'll mm-hmm. he'll a minor, minor, small chuckle because he's still a little young. Yeah. And um, he's well, still not sleeping baby. all the way through the night, so. Once he, can, once he sleeps have... like six hours, then we'll be good. It's gonna be a while. <laughs> we'll be complete. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, that's I'm super happy and excited and all those things, man. Adventures of a new dad, man. What the hell? Woo-hoo. It's crazy. Um, well, speaking of kids, I don't know if this is okay. <laughs> that was a creepy segue. But this weekend is <laughs> this weekend is Girl Scout Cookie Weekend. <laughs> yeah, this is getting weird, Natalie. Um, I don't know if this is what we want to do with the podcast. I love Girl no, Scout cookies. Yeah. I was a Girl Scout. I made it all the way to cadets. What does that mean? Cadets means you, like, you graduate from brownies and you get a blue sash. Okay. Um, you how many years? Bro- uh, brownies. How, how many years Girl you got to put in first? I quit after seventh grade. But I went K through seventh, eight years. So do y'all do some of the things that the Boy Scouts do, like tie knots and all of that? Boy Scouts do way cooler stuff. We did a lot of crafts. I was, and the thing is about my Girl Scout experience is I'm really bad at crafting. I'm not good at any of that stuff. Okay. Never have been. I don't enjoy it. Anyway, um, we did learn how to tie knots. We didn't, and like make a fire and do stuff outside, kind of. But yeah, it was cool. I earned my own. Badge wants some extra credit. It was the dance badge. When how you had to earn the dance badge you had was to dance. yeah. You and a friend, <laughs> you and your friend had to make up a dance and then invite friends over, have a slumber party, and perform the dance to them. So we did. Of course you did. And the dance was to the song Motown Philly. Back oh, again, yeah. boys to men, boys to men, ABC, I remember this was one of the moves. That's all I remember. Anyway, that's one little arm twist. That's all you got. It was huge. That's all I remember. Is there video? No. Boo. I know. That's when I had a bowl cut. <laughs> boo. Even more boo. We need um, video of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Girl Scout Cookie Week. I, don't worry. I ordered thirty dollars worth of Girl Scout cookies from a listener who sent me a DM Holy while moly. you were gone. I just kept clicking, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so many!" And then I was like, "Were you oh. supporting like a?" Yes, of course. I support the Girl Scouts one hundred percent. They were an amazing impact on my life, and I think that a lot of girls should be Girl Scouts. It like, was well, cool. Your kid, then you have a daughter one day. She's going to be a Girl Scout. Um, if I force her and she hates it, then no, because kids don't like being forced. Like, no, they don't. You know what I mean? Then I just she'll want to be like a YouTube star, mom. Yeah, she'll just hate me for it. But um, I don't know. I was in Girl Scouts and it was awesome, and I loved it, and I learned a lot of stuff, and I love Boy Scouts now because of my experience. And I'm I hungry it was now. Great. Oh, and the cookies are delicious. And which ones are your favorite? <laughs> lemonades. I love the lemonades too. I think I love all of them. Wait, you don't like the coconut ones? No, though? I don't like coconut. Mm. I don't like coconut. Is coconut in pina colada? Yeah, I think it's like I like pina thing. colada. Like it doesn't like taste slurpy. like coconut though. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like are so good. Yeah, coconut milk. Or whatever. It's coconut milk, and that's why they're so fattening. Nah, man, like it's so good. I don't like coconut. Yo, like, now I don't like I German put- chocolate cake. I don't like coconut shavings on anything. <sighs> Ugh, nah, I'm good. I did it when I was younger, but now it's my favorite. I like coconut flavored coffee. It's really good. No. Now I just want to be on a beach in a bikini drinking some drink with a bunch of booze in it because I'm still on day 55, no booze. I don't know how you're doing this. You know what? <laughs> I don't really either. But there we, go. there we go with it. I'm happy about it for sure. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. Well, I'm proud of you. 
You keep it going. Hey, thank you. Happy Friday. Happy Good weekend, Friday, everybody. All. And um, we're out of here. I think that's our time for today. That's a little bit. Oh, can I can I t- tell you my um my theme name my theme word of the day? Sure. Go for I it. can't stop saying burst. It's Friday, and we're bursting with love, and that's about it. Oh, you horny? Burst. Oh, shit. Maybe that's it. <laughs> God damn. It's been a while. I fucking got like, it. Tiny hands. Yeah. Maybe it's like my immature brain sometimes <laughs> would like burst bust. Like that words make me think of things. Oh, God. I'll see you guys on Monday. Love you. <laughs> Pray I get laid over the weekend. My mom's going to be there cock blocking the whole fucking time. Oh, I'm leaving that in. Oh, no way. Is the mic still on? <laughs>